KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. Hey, this is Alan Iliental, and you're listening to Port of Entry. We're back with another one of our Border Voices bonus episodes. These are shorter episodes that drop in on the lives of transborder people, fronterizos y fronterizas. So there were a few stories from our recent series on cross-border love that we couldn't quite fit in, but we really wanted to share them with you anyway. So let's get to it. Meet Jesse Daner and Pamela Figueroa. Hi, it's Jesse here again, and I'm with my girlfriend. Pamela. <laughs> and what are we doing today, baby? Um, we're doing some laundry, and today it's very hot. <laughs> yes, it is very hot. We're sitting outside the laundromat, and it is Pamela's third time doing laundry in the United States. Jesse and Pamela recorded a few audio diaries on their phones for us last summer. So, let's tell people how we met. Pamela and I met in a language exchange app called Tandem. I know for myself, I went on there just to learn, because I'm thinking about teaching English abroad. I found Jesse when I saw <laughs> his profile. I realized that he was very close from me. Was it love at first sight? Did you immediately enamorada conmigo? <laughs> I felt very, very comfortable talking with him because he is very uh, easygoing and <laughs> sociable and he gave me the um, confidence to feel okay. So um, we decided to meet each other very close, very, very fast, sorry. Yes. He invited me, he invited me to a concert. What concert was it? Selena. Yeah, it was. It was a Selena cover band. Okay, so Jesse lives in San Diego, and he's in a newish relationship with Pamela, who, under normal circumstances, when there's not a global pandemic rocking our worlds, lives and works on the other side of the U.S.-Mexico border, in Tecate. Tecate is a border town about a 45-minute drive east of Tijuana. It takes about 50 minutes for Jesse to drive from his place in San Diego to Pamela's house in Tecate. So Jesse and Pamela's love story is a modern one, because like lots of couples these days, they met through their smartphones. So the app, right, the app that we met on was called Tandem. So I just thought maybe I'll hop on this app and and I'll conversational it and maybe I'll, I'll be able to get better. And um, it asked me what are the languages I would like to speak, and I put Spanish on there um, because I could still get better. And... and same for Pamela. She got on the language exchange app to improve her English by chatting with a native speaker. Aprenderé un idioma, mejorar el idioma, ¿no? Tanto él el español como yo el inglés. So Tandem basically just connects you to people who speak the language you want to learn. You can communicate with each other through text or voice chat. It's super simple, and it didn't take long before Jesse and Pamela crossed virtual paths. I was at my friend's house, and I got a message, and it was from Miss Pamela herself, and she reached out to me, and just from that moment, we started talking, and, and her default picture was still one of my favorites, because 
one of Pamela's best features externally is her best curve is her smile because it she shows all I don't know how many teeth we have but all 60 something teeth or all 50 something teeth and all of her gums and she's it's just so contagious Y desde el momento que comenzamos a platicar, este, pues me sentí muy cómoda. Hicimos como, um, teníamos como muy, muy buena comunicación, un clic, diría yo. Pamela is saying here that they had a lot in common and they just clicked. All it took was a few messages back and forth. And then came that date to a Selena cover band concert in San Diego. Then a few dinners. And a few weeks later, the two were officially a thing. But then the pandemic hit. That border separating the two lovebirds, COVID made it a lot more difficult to cross. Starting at midnight tonight, all non-essential travel across the Mexican border will be restricted. So was Jesse and Pamela's young but intense cross-border relationship doomed? Or was their connection strong enough to survive a mostly closed border? We'll find out after a quick break. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. We're back. So when those border restrictions came down last March because of COVID-19, Pamela, who used to cross easily with a tourist visa and could visit Jesse as often as she wanted, she suddenly couldn't cross the border at all anymore, at least not the way she used to. She used to just drive or walk into the U.S. through the port of entry in Tecate. But now, because of COVID restrictions, people with tourist visas like Pamela can't do that. Eventually, though, Pamela figured out a border hack. Tuve que volar de aquí de, de Mexicali, salió mi vuelo a Guadalajara y de Guadalajara eh, volé a Los Ángeles. Este fue un vuelo nocturno, así que prácticamente no dormí. Salí de aquí a las 11 de la noche y llegué a Los Ángeles a las siete y media de la mañana, más o menos. Pamela saying that instead of driving across the border like she used to, she flew across instead. See, airports have never really closed down completely in Mexico and the U.S. So Pamela flew from Mexicali all the way down to Guadalajara, which is almost as far south as Mexico City. And then she hopped on a flight from Guadalajara back up to L.A. where Jesse met her, and then they drove down to San Diego. It's a really nutty and roundabout way to get to the U.S., but it worked. As a U.S. citizen, Jesse is actually not supposed to be crossing the border right now either. Because, unfortunately, visiting a girlfriend isn't considered essential travel. But he's still crossing to see her anyway. In those first few months, were you... When Trump was like saying that the border is totally shut down, like I know people, I know a lot of friends of mine who aren't close to the border, like they, they're like, you, you shouldn't, you can't cross, right? So were you scared of crossing the border? Did you do research? What was your relationship to, because I know obviously you wanted to go see Pamela. I think the first couple of times I just went 
I was just like, you know, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. And uh, I could afford to stay in Mexico for a little bit. Jesse and Pamela say they're not going to let the border squeeze keep them apart. Have you all talked about future plans, like post-pandemic or, or not? Like, si van a vivir juntos sin frontera, without a border between you? I think our future plans will be to travel. And then living-wise, I don't think we've thought that far ahead. Um, but I love... Part of what attracts me so much to Pamela is she is just so... I've just never been cared for so much by someone that's not my mom you know what I mean and and that's the thing that blows my mind it's just like man like you are a really good person like you're really a loving person I can feel that okay so Jesse just mentioned his mom there and it actually brings up something really interesting because Jesse is half black and half Mexican He was adopted and raised by a white family from the time he was a baby. But he does have a relationship with his biological mom. So he's got this very dynamic, cross-border, cross-cultural identity. And I wanted to know if he thought maybe that part of his past has anything to do with why he ended up in a cross-border relationship. You said your, your mom is from Mexico, your biological mom. Is that part of the reason you were attracted to Pamela? The connection I see, which I think a therapist could make, is... Um, you know, we're always looking for something. We're looking for our parents and our per- and our partners, right? And our significant others. And I was like, well, you know, how does Pamela fit into that? And it's, uh, Pamela's a lovely Mexican lady, like my biological mom. Um, and she's a strong, educated educator in her country. Um, and that's what my, my adoptive mom was. I see a lot of my adoptive mom and Pamela and... Pamela, I find her sometimes. She's like, I'm sorry for being this. I'm like, no, Pamela. Like, well, someone dates a teacher, like, they understand that you're going to be a student in your relationship. I love it, man. I don't have any problem with a woman, you know, telling me I could do this better, I could do that better. And um, Pamela, Pamela fits right in that, and I, I love her for it. So Pamela and Jesse are still together. In fact, they just celebrated their one-year anniversary this past Valentine's Day. Pamela is hopeful she'll be able to drive across the border soon instead of having to fly the way she has in the past. They're both patiently waiting for the travel restrictions at the border to be lifted. So for now, it's mostly Jesse crossing the border to see Pamela in Mexico. He's actually been down there with her since December. The couple recently helped organize a drive-by birthday party for Pamela's abuela, who just turned 90. Port of Entry is written and produced by Kinsey Moreland. Emily Jankowski is the co-producer and director of sound design. Alisa Barba edited this episode. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. And hey, if you identify as transborder or fronteriza, give us a call or shoot us a text anytime at 619-452-0228 and tell us more. We're always looking for border stories. 
I'm Alan Lilienthal. Thank you for listening. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.